Welcome to the Time to Thrive podcast, developed and sponsored by the Thrive Ladies Ministry of Central Baptist Church in Kannapolis, North Carolina. Come with us as Aaliyah and Anna dive deep into God's Word and discover what it means to live like Jesus, a new series by Time to Thrive podcast. Whether you're driving, working, or relaxing, we're glad you have joined us today. And now, it's time to thrive. Hello, Thrive Ladies. It's Aaliyah. And Anna. (laughs) Ready to help you start your week off right with the Time to Thrive podcast. So thank you everybody for coming on here and listening. And it's super exciting because today we're doing something a little bit different. We do not have a guest with us, but... Today, the guests are just me and Aaliyah. We are sitting here chatting. So we have a new series that we're going to be talking about and explaining with just me and Aaliyah, and it's called Live Like Jesus. So each month, we're going to be talking about a certain way that we can live like Jesus and like represent who he is. So for this podcast episode, it is Love Like Jesus. And I know it's about to be into February. Actually, I think we're in February Mm -hmm. when we let this out. So near Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. So we're going to dive deep into how we can love like Jesus and represent that around our community and to our family and our friends. But yeah. So now we're going to start in 1 Corinthians 13. And in verse 4, it says... Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself. It is not puffed up. Doeth not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own. Is not easily provoked. Thinketh no evil. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hope all things, endureth, endureth all things. I think when we think of love and we think of the Bible, it's definitely this chapter, most Mm -hmm. definitely in Mm -hmm. 1 Corinthians 13. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to go verse by verse, and I have verse 4. So we're going to start at that, and it talks about how love is patient and love is kind, and it's not jealous or boastful or proud. Those are other words that it uses. And so when it talks about that love is patient, as we can see in Jesus' story in John 3, This is a story of when Nicodemus, this religious leader that people looked up to, he came to Jesus and he was asking all of these questions and he didn't understand how things that God was teaching or that Jesus was preaching, he didn't understand. Mm -hmm. And he went to him and he asked him these questions and it's kind of funny. It was almost like Jesus was being sarcastic because it was like, (laughs) you were this like huge religious leader Mm -hmm. and how do you not understand the things of earth and how are you going to understand the things of heaven? Mm -hmm. And so Jesus heard Nicodemus out and it was in the middle of the night when Nicodemus Mm -hmm. came to him and talk about patience, him just a man coming up to you, not understanding what you're teaching. Mm -hmm. And Jesus sat there with him. I can just imagine Nicodemus just absolutely like, I don't understand this. I don't understand Mm -hmm. what's going on or what you're teaching. And Jesus is sitting there listening to him and like understanding what he's saying. And so when it says that Jesus is patient, it really is. He just sits there and I think he listens and that's definitely applicable. Just like Nicodemus, we might have questions and we might not understand everything that's happening, but Jesus does listen and he does sit there and Mm -hmm. listen to us and then help us understand what's happening. And we can do that 
with our family and our friends mm-hmm. or those who aren't saved. We can be patient with them and hear them out, not jump to conclusions. And next, it talks about that love is kind. So we see in Mark 5 where the woman who has the bleeding disorder for so many years, she comes to Jesus and she's so desperate. We, I know we hear all the time she just wanted to touch just a piece of his mm-hmm. clothing. We yeah. hear it all the time. And I absolutely love that story mm-hmm. because just her faith of coming to him. But Jesus was so kind and just sitting there and stopping and giving her his time, giving her love and just making her feel like you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You're not alone in this. And he understood her. It was almost like all the people around her didn't understand. I mean, she was ashamed of this. Mm-hmm. And to have a man come to her and say, you're healed. And mm-hmm. he understood. He was so kind to her. And like that, we can apply that into our lives also. There might be things that family members or friends are going through and they might think, no one understands what I'm going through. No one understands this. And it's like so hard for them to come to someone and it's they think might think, oh, when I share this with someone, they're not going to understand. It's There's so much hatred in the world. Mm-hmm. I think the word kindness has really been thrown out the door or we really don't understand the word just kind mm-hmm. and loving. And so we can definitely apply that to our lives. Yeah, I almost think like patient and kind mm-hmm. almost go hand in hand because I think about my three-year-olds that I teach <laughs> all the time about like being patient with them because really mm-hmm. like you have to be patient with them to like, yeah. first of all, even understand what they're trying to tell mm-hmm. you and then trying to teach them something new because mm-hmm. they know nothing. Like. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just learning everything about the world. Yeah. I mean, think about how much we learn every day. Yeah, Imagine exactly. a three-year-old like learning have to learn everything. Mm-hmm. But it also goes along with like being kind to them because mm-hmm. like while you're being patient to them, like they're like knowing that you're being kind, like you're mm-hmm. listening to them. You're like yeah. trying to figure out what's wrong with them. Like I had this little girl or whatever in my class and she was like, she was getting, she wanted me to play a song and I did not know what song she was Aww. asking me to play because she, she sings at church and she was she wanted me to play one of the songs she mm-hmm. sang at church and I was like I don't know what song you want me to play and I was trying to be like really patient with her and mm-hmm. I was like can you sing it for me oh. and she was like no I don't <laughs> want to sing it for you I don't want you to laugh at me and I was like oh my god I would never laugh at you like mm-hmm. and then she sang it to me and you know so I think they almost they go hand in hand like mm-hmm. if you're being patient then you're being kind. Like, mm-hmm. I think they just both go hand in hand, right? Yeah, absolutely. It. And when you talk about a child, mm-hmm. how they are just new in life, they're mm-hmm. just now learning things. Mm-hmm. Imagine how patient God is when we first become a Christian mm-hmm. or we're still learning things. Yes. It's like we are babies yes. in Christ. Like, this is all new. Mm-hmm. And then that can be a huge thing for us in discipleship. I feel like some people might get discouraged or frustrated. It's like they just don't understand, like, mm-hmm. for new Christians. It's like they're babies in the faith. Mm-hmm. Like, they need discipleship, and they need patience, and they need, I don't know, just people. Kindness, encouragement. Yeah, exactly, like, encouragement, yeah. just uh-huh. as much as we needed mm-hmm. from Jesus mm-hmm. when we cried out to him. So, And then the last thing that it talks about in verse four is that love is not proud. It's not boastful. 
and it's not jealous. So this took me back to John 6 when it talks about Jesus feeding the 5,000. First of all, he fed 5,000 people, and I don't think he was ever like, look what I did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 5,000 people from the little fish and the loaves of bread. And he was not boastful. He wasn't proud. He wasn't jealous of the little boy who Mm -hmm. brought his fish. And he took what he had Mm -hmm. and he multiplied it. And I think about this in anything in life. It's hard sometimes when you get credit or you get encouragement from people. It's hard not to have that just emotional feeling of, Oh, look what I did. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's so, it is hard and it's almost just a spirit of humility. And I think all of Jesus's life was just humble. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably one of the hardest things for, to do. We're talking about loving like Jesus, being humble like Jesus. Maybe we need to add that to one of the, <laughs> <laughs> that is one of difficult. The words, yeah, yeah. That is really, I've been mm-hmm. having conversations with my mom just about like being prideful, like, mm-hmm. You know, just wanting yeah. to be the best. Like, mm-hmm. not in a, like, you don't think you're being prideful until mm-hmm. you start talking about it. And you're like, why do I want to be the best? Do I want to be mm-hmm. the best because I want people to say I'm the mm-hmm. best and, like, tell me, like, how good I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Or do I want to be the best, like, for Jesus and, like, knowing that I'm doing it for Him? Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like a very, like, it's a very hard yeah, topic to exactly. talk about or even yeah, do. That is yeah. true. And doesn't it talk about somewhere in the Bible? pray in secret or Mm -hmm. do things for me in Mm -hmm. secret so that your father Mm -hmm. in heaven knows Mm -hmm. I think we just love to talk as humans it's like guess what I did or Mm -hmm. guess yeah so just having the encouragement and validation knowing that God had Mm -hmm. seen it and God knows what you're doing because sometimes we can get discouraged Mm -hmm. when someone doesn't pat us on the back or something but knowing that God the creator allowed us first of all to serve him that's huge mm-hmm. so I think that's very applicable that we see in verse four yes now in verse five it talks about not being self-seeking so being selfless and one of the examples or stories that I had in mind about Jesus is when he was washing the disciples feet mm-hmm. and so just him humbling himself, like, yes, I am your, like, leader. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to, like, humble myself and get down on my knees and wash your feet and show you mm-hmm. how I would like for you to live. Like, I want mm-hmm. you to serve other people, like, out of yeah. the kindness of your heart. So I'm going to do that with you. So, mm-hmm. like, just being so selfish, selfless and humbling himself mm-hmm. to wash his disciples' feet who have been, like, following him mm-hmm. his whole time, like, right before he was crucified. With the next thing that the verse talks about, it talks about not being easily angered and keeping no records of wrong. He he tells Peter that Peter's going to deny him three times mm-hmm. before the rooster crows, <laughs> you know what it says. Mm-hmm. And so Peter denies Jesus three times, and then whenever Jesus... Uh, rises from the dead and he comes back to him and he he like is repenting Mm -hmm. like Jesus tell him how to be saved and even though Peter denied Jesus three times he still he still allowed Peter to like repent of his sins Mm -hmm. and like wash those sins away from him 
because he loved him so much. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what love is all like. Yeah. Love, love like Jesus. Like, you know, even though he still denied Jesus. Like, I don't know who you are, Jesus. Like, I don't know this man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, just because he was so afraid that he was going to yeah die himself, like yeah, be killed exactly. himself. So he denied him. And so Jesus mm. still loved him, even though he denied him. And was like, Peter, I mm. love you. Like, you just have to repent of your sins. Like, yeah. and he did. And, mm-hmm. you know, so... Yeah, and that he, he kept no record of his yeah, he did. Yeah, he kept no record yeah. of that. He washed away his sins. Yeah, all these Bible verses are popping <laughs> yeah, up. I I, I'm not one to, like, memorize scripture. I do need to do a lot better <laughs> at that. But I also think of when it says, like, I've casted your sins as far as the yeah, east is from the, the west. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, I, I absolutely love that story of when... Not the fact that he denied him, but mm-hmm. the fact that it shows, I don't know, I think it's something that we can relate to, yeah. or it's just so human. I think some people think the Bible is not applicable. The Bible is not, like, I don't know, like I can't learn anything it's from the like, Bible. Honestly, fear is probably one of my biggest, like I'm a fearful person in that it's like, scary to like peter denied him three times because he was afraid he was scared Mm, and like knowing that he was scared but jesus still loved him especially just being fearful like peter was just so afraid and like i think i relate to that so much because i think fear is one of my biggest struggles in life and so Mm. just seeing that he was like i forgive you peter like yeah oh and the time is it isn't it I have Haley in here and Pam in here. Isn't it in the Bible when God sees Peter again, like after he's risen, mm-hmm. doesn't he tell or ask Peter, like, do you love me? You, three Is times. He asked him three oh, times. Yeah, okay, he did. Okay. I he to asked him sure. three times. And that, then, ooh, mm-hmm. imagine. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he was sitting there bawling. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I know I would. <laughs> but I don't know. that. It, also, mm-hmm. it says, I'm pretty sure, it says that, after he denied Jesus the third time, like he realized, like, mm. oh, I, I did deny him three times, like I, and then I'm sure he felt terrible because now Jesus has died on the cross, and then he rose again, and he's like, mm-hmm. then he like realizes, like, yeah. oh, he rose again, like he did what he was gonna, and then he asked him if he loved him three times, not just once, but three times, mm-hmm. and his ministry after that when we think of Peter, think of this amazing man who did all of these things, Mm -hmm. even after the fact that he, Jesus died. Mm -hmm. And I think after that story, it talks about Peter, that he wept bitterly, Mm -hmm. that he realized what had happened. So he had that almost that, that spirit of lament. And Mm -hmm. I have been, I've been having that word on my mind, just that that repenting that such just the your soul is just so like weak Mm -hmm. and repentive and just laying yourself down and the fact that Jesus used him God Mm -hmm. used him and he didn't say okay you're you're worthless yeah it is yeah Yeah. and people will say I've done all of this Mm -hmm. there's no way God can love me Mm -hmm. and just his story (laughs) yeah Yeah. exactly he keeps no record of your wrong Mm -hmm. I've I was talking to a friend talking about like all these people that God used in the Bible, like they were not, they were not perfect. I mean, the only perfect person 
ever was Jesus. So mm-hmm. all these people that like we read about in the Bible and like know all the things that they did for God and stuff, like they were not perfect. They mm-hmm. did sin and they did bad things, mm-hmm. but they were still used by God. And I just think mm-hmm. it's really encouraging that yeah. like he can still love us mm-hmm. even after all of that. And repentive re- repentance on its own it's not it's not so because the person can the person can do you so wrong mm-hmm. and that person can never come up to you and say I'm sorry yeah I did you wrong yeah so repentance is almost an act for yourself mm-hmm. for not so much yes you forgive that mm-hmm. person they you don't have to hear and I'm sorry it's mm-hmm. almost being like okay God you forgave me mm-hmm why shouldn't I forgive this person, even though they haven't come up to me and said, I'm sorry, because God forgive us, forgave all Mm -hmm. of us before we even came up to him and said, Mm -hmm. God, I'm sorry. What's that, uh, the parable, it's like, talks about how they ask how many times should you forgive? Oh, and it's like 70 times seven. Yes. Yes. And it's like, not when you hit that mark of that number, that's not what Mm-hmm. The it's about it's about like forgiving over and over mm-hmm. and over again because he forgave you yeah you're, like jesus forgave you of mm-hmm. your sins so. and i remember I talking to um a friend mm-hmm. about forgiveness and everything and there's a part in scripture i wish i knew all <laughs> these references to the top of my head i'm gonna do better at memorizing <laughs> yeah. scripture but where it talks about a christian someone saved by grace by christ they try to do everything they can to keep peace with other believers Mm -hmm. and I think it's such a huge thing now and it's been on my heart about how there's people just not forgiving even other Christians Mm -hmm. you would think us as Christians would be most forgiving to other Christians and it's just we're human so we hold grudges but in the Bible it says like we exactly keep no records of wrong we're Mm -hmm. supposed to as much as we can on our part Mm -hmm. be able to to keep peace with our brothers and Mm -hmm. sisters and especially with those who do not know christ Mm -hmm. and forgiveness is a hard one also but wasn't peter martyred was he martyred peter so he did not deny him then so he denied him all these other times Mm -hmm. and People might think I'm a failure, I'm a failure, I'm a failure. I denied him. I don't know him or all these mm-hmm. things. I said I didn't know him. And Peter got to the end of his life and lived for Christ, mm-hmm. even though he failed or even though he mm-hmm. messed up. God still restored him. And at the end of his life, I mean, he was martyred for mm-hmm. Christ. Verse 6, it talks about how love does not rejoice about injustice or Um, In other translations, it says iniquity. It says, but rejoices when truth wins. So I think about John 8. It talks about the stoning of the women when the religious leaders brought the woman caught in adultery to Jesus. And if you think about it, she was just absolutely cornered in her sin, having all of these quote-unquote religious men taking her to Jesus, this man that she probably did not know, didn't Mm -hmm. know anything about. Maybe she did. I'm not sure. But she was cornered in her sin and probably knew that she was guilty. I mean, you're caught in adultery. And I don't know. She was at a point where 
all of these men were sitting there and asking Jesus, okay, well, she was caught in adultery. Don't we need a stoner? Mm-hmm. And they were pointing out all of her injustices and all of the things that she was doing wrong and saying, well, this is what she deserves. This is what should be coming her way. What do you say about it, Jesus? Mm-hmm. And then instead of pointing out her injustice, like they were doing, he looked at her and I don't know. He looked at her differently, not like the men were looking at her. And like he said that we can see, he said, the person who hasn't sinned, throw the first stone Mm -hmm. or something along those lines. And of course, these religious men, one by one, they drop the stones. Mm -hmm. And so he wasn't standing there at the woman, even after the point that everyone had gone and it was just her and Jesus Mm -hmm. left. He didn't sit there and say, you did this wrong. I saw you mm-hmm. do this. He said, whoever is sinless, cast the first stone. Mm-hmm. And then he told her, what did he say? To go sin no more. Go and sin no more. Mm-hmm. So the fact that, I mean, he knew her sin. And I think at that point, he didn't rejoice in her iniquity or he didn't rejoice in injustice, but he rejoiced in the fact that she was new. He was in her joy. He rejoiced in that. And he was, he was rejoiced in knowing that she had seen the truth and she knew what the truth was. And I don't know, that's just the whole story is applicable to us because I mean, we can be, I mean, we know we're guilty Mm -hmm. in so many ways, like you said, Like, I know I'm a sinner. I know I've, Mm -hmm. if God were to write down all of my things, I mean, I I should be like that woman standing there. And the fact that all of her accusers were gone, Mm -hmm. and he was like, where are they? Get up and sin no more. He didn't point out all the wrongs. He kept Mm -hmm. no records of wrong, like you said. And so that's huge on its own. Whenever I was in middle school, my dad would, drive me to school every morning and every morning dad would tell me like Mm. one of the stories like and this was one of and this is one that I remember very very well whenever like I remember like sitting in my dad's truck driving and him talking about this Mm. and so he was telling me the about how he said this whoever said it's not Mm -hmm. like Cassifer Stone and so he's they everyone started dropping their stones mm-hmm. and he was saying that that is just showing like like you sin just as much as everyone else like mm. anyone like all of us are sinners so like mm. look at people as in the eyes of Jesus and like like yes sh- she has sinned but so has we have all sinned yeah. too so like mm-hmm. he was just saying like treat people back to our verse number four with patience and mm-hmm. kindness yeah. and like love like you never mm-hmm. you never know what's going on like yeah. in someone's life so you, you know show the love of Jesus to those people mm-hmm. who you think should be yeah. like how he was telling her go yeah exactly yeah like I have the exact in verse 10 he basically says like, where are your accusers? Where are those who condemned you? And mm-hmm. she says, like, they're nowhere, Lord. So mm-hmm. the fact that she called him Lord, mm-hmm. it was just her acknowledging. That yeah, he is Lord. Like, exactly. he is. Yeah. And, I mean, he tells us that. I mean, go up, get up and sin no more. Mm-hmm. And so that's 
that's huge. That just mm-hmm. shows us that he did not just sit there and point out her injustice well, or point out any Well, of if that. they would have stoned the woman, she would have never had a chance to even say that mm-hmm. Jesus was the Lord. And then, mm-hmm. so it's like, don't go out there and treat people with like hatred and mm-hmm. like go up to them and show them the love of Jesus so that they know who Jesus is and they mm-hmm. like, you know, love like Jesus. I mean, that's the whole reason we love like Jesus to go out there and show people who Jesus, like, tell them about Jesus, like, tell them the gospel, like, make disciples, yeah. like, you know, that's, that's the whole reason we love, like, Jesus, mm-hmm. so the next verse kind of has a lot in it, but it all kind of is the same thing, it talks about how <laughs> love never gives up, it never mm-hmm. loses faith, it's always hopeful, and it, it endures forever, mm-hmm. so love is forever, like, Love is eternal, especially the love of Jesus and the love of God. Like it's a, like He's never mm-hmm. not gonna love us. Like He, no matter how much we do wrong, like He's mm-hmm. always gonna love us. In Luke chapter ten, there was a expert in the law, and he asked Jesus, "What must I do to inherit an eternal life?" Mm-hmm. And he answered, "Love the Lord your God with all your heart." and with all your soul, and with all your strength, and all of your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. So then he asked him this question, like, well, who's my neighbor? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, not just the person you live with. So he gives him this parable about this man who was going down from Jer- Jerusalem to Jericho, and how he was attacked by robbers, mm-hmm. and and how they stripped him of his clothes and beat him and left him there half dead. And so he talks about how a priest walked by him and he didn't, he went down the same road and saw the man and he just passed by the other side. He didn't even like acknowledge the man. And then, um, then a Levite, right? I'm saying mm-hmm. that right, right? Okay. <laughs> Came and he passed him and he just kept walking, like didn't even stop to help the man. Well, then it talks about how a Samaritan, the good Samaritan, you know, the mm-hmm. parable. <laughs> so how he stopped and helped him and he put him on his donkey and they, mm-hmm. they took him to the inn and he bandaged up all of his wounds mm-hmm. and he told this innkeeper to like keep him and like here's some money. Mm-hmm. I'll come back and repay you the m- more that I have. Like just take care of the man. Mm-hmm. And does this because if you know any like backstories, Jews did not like Samaritans. Like they did not like them. So even though so even though the Samaritan man knew that this man really didn't like him, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean he wasn't going to help the man. Like, he mm-hmm. knew he was there laying, suffering, yeah. mm-hmm. half dead. Like, mm-hmm. it's just showing that no matter who, like, your neighbor is everyone. It doesn't matter if they don't like you, mm-hmm. if they love you. If So I think love never gives up. It, there, it's mm-hmm. hopeful, like, even though that man knew he didn't like him, he still was there to love him, like, mm-hmm. you know, it just shows that we are to love everyone, like, yeah. that, that is why we love, like, Jesus, because mm-hmm. we're, we're supposed to love our neighbor, we're yeah. supposed to, yeah, and it also th- talks about in that very end verse, t- kind of on the whole, mm-hmm. First Corinthians 13, even going into verse 8, we're not doing verse 8, but it talks about at the very last part that love will last forever. So in all of these, mm-hmm. all of these things, that he's patient, he's kind, mm-hmm. he never gives up, and that he looks past 
all of our sin or looks past all of our things. When we, I mean, I, the whole fact is coming to him in, in a spirit of repentance mm-hmm. and knowing that on our own, we can't be these things. Mm-hmm. So like you said, with the good Samaritan, all those other people, I think they were so, may have been so caught up in, okay, I can't talk to this person mm-hmm. or this person isn't yeah. like me or this person is not like me. Mm-hmm. Just the fact that he went past what the world thought of the person and saw that they were human. And I think Jesus was trying to tell the people with that parable like we are supposed to love everyone. Mm-hmm. We're not yeah. supposed to look at them with a judging because mm-hmm. first of all, we're not the judge mm-hmm. and also that we can't do it on our own. Mm-hmm. Not at all. God is the only one ha- who has demonstrated true love and mm-hmm. multiple times. I mean, I know both of us are in a relationship right now mm-hmm. and you've been in one longer than <laughs> me. And, but loving is hard, whether it's your friend, whether uh-huh. it is, a companion, whether it is you're in marriage or your siblings or your mother. and It is so difficult, Mm -hmm. but it says that love your neighbor. And that's one of the greatest commandments. Love God, love your neighbor Mm -hmm. and love will last forever. And like, even if we have humility, but we don't have love behind it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's worthless. Mm -hmm. If we have kindness, but we don't have love behind it, Mm -hmm. there's a sense of pride behind that. Mm -hmm. So when you come out of a sense of love and knowing, okay, this is why I'm supposed to love like Mm -hmm. this, or I can't love on my own, that sends you to, I don't know, a spirit of okay, God, well, I need you. Mm-hmm. You are my role model. You are the one who I'm supposed to be living like. I'm supposed to be living like Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be loving like you. And I can't do all of these things on my own because, I mean, in our finite human minds, absolutely not. We can't even we can't even begin to think. Mm-hmm. So I think it also we can, loving and being kind and Maybe we can pray for opportunities. Okay, God, help me be kind. Yeah. Help open doors where maybe I would look past the person mm-hmm. on the street. Or I would look past the person who's hurting. Yeah. Like, give me the eyes to see the people around me. There's a song about that, and it's an old song. It's like, like there's a woman on the street, and like she's trying to hide her pain. Like, give me the eyes to see that people are hurting. Give me the eyes to see that people need you. And so I think on our own, we can't, we can just live our daily life and just try to do, try to be kind and loving on our own. But at the end of the day, it's not serving the Lord if it's just all on our own. Mm -hmm. It's like, we have to come to him and ask for help. And just coming to him is a form of worship. Coming to him in prayer is a form of worship and rejoicing that he is able to help us with this. So yes, it is hard to live like Jesus. I can't even do this to like, the people who are closest in my life. Mm. Like, how am I supposed to do that to someone I don't I don't even know? Like, mm. you know, like, yes, like I love my mother and I love my family and I love Chandler, but like mm. I was supposed to keep no records of wrong. Like, really? Like mm. obviously, yes, it's easier said than done. But yeah. if I can't even do that for them, how am I supposed to do that for a stranger mm. I don't even know? In John thirteen thirty five, it says, By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have loved one another. So that's how we are to show the world that we are Christians and we are disciples for Jesus, to love mm-hmm. one another. And, I mean, you 
figure you know how to love one another just from those verses right there like mm-hmm. it tells you plain and simple how to love someone so we are to love like jesus so we can show mm-hmm. we are disciples for him so in our series i want to talk about how to love to live like jesus we have to know him so i just encourage everyone to like to know who jesus is you have to get in your in the word and like learn who he is mm-hmm. and i was just the best i think the best books of the bible to learn who jesus i mean you can learn who jesus is through the whole bible but through his life Mm -hmm. it's the gospels matthew mark luke john Mm -hmm. if you didn't know that those (laughs) are the gospels but yes though like just read get in there highlight the characteristics Mm -hmm. of jesus so you know how to live like him Mm -hmm. so yeah and you can do this by using the rome (laughs) method so this whole thing that we went on when we had when we were planning for this mm-hmm. us doing the reading of the scripture and the observations and mm-hmm. the application how you can apply it and then mm-hmm. the meditation all of this we use for the outline of this podcast was the Rome method mm-hmm. so like I said it R stands for read O stands for observation A stands for apply or apps application and then Mm -hmm. m stands for meditate Mm -hmm. so there are different questions that it asks you and there's a whole method to it and Mm -hmm. it's it's wonderful if you want to yeah it's so hard getting into the bible sometimes and just it's like i have no clue what Mm -hmm. i'm reading sitting down and so having these questions having this way of going through it you dig so deep mm-hmm. and you'll be in there for two hours yeah. and be like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like it's, it's very, very good. Uh-huh. But if you want to know more and what the questions say and just dig more into this method, make sure that you look at our social media pages. We'll be putting it and explaining it more in depth about what the role method is. And we learned this in our next young gen. adult class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our mm-hmm. next gen class. So yeah. it's been absolutely wonderful. Yeah. I think Michelle Rabin, yeah, Michelle yeah, Rabin Michelle was Rabin. the one who mm-hmm. came up with this. And she it's did. really good to really get good. you deep into mm-hmm. Bible study. So this is what we use for this podcast episode. So definitely look at the social media to get more into that. Mm-hmm. Final announcements that we have is we have a little upcoming event at the Central Baptist. So the first one who's coming up real soon, it's the Valentine's Day Banquet. February 10th at 6 p.m. It's $20 a person, $40 a couple, and there is child care provided for $5 mm-hmm. is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm helping with the, <laughs> with the child care, pretty sure. And then another announcement that we have is our Thrive Awaken event that we mm-hmm. have going on. They're always so much fun, and they're in the morning time. It's great fellowship with the women um, here at Central Baptist. And also, if you have friends or family who would mm-hmm. like to go, they're always welcome. So that is February 24th at 10 a.m. Yes. And check out our social medias on Instagram at Thrive Ladies Ministry, correct? Mm-hmm. And CB the CBC Thrive Ladies drop down on our website and our Facebook, especially to get that room. Yes, the diving deeper. So just thank you to everyone who has, this is a whole new, I like this. I like (laughs) going more into it. It's almost Mm -hmm. like we're sitting here doing Bible study together. So 
pardon if we're just over here babbling, but I hope you love our <laughs> babbling together because we love it. So we have loved doing this and I hope y'all enjoy it also. But we are going to pray real quick mm -hmm. because one of the things at the end of the Rome is to meditate. And of course, mm -hmm. that is just living it out in your life, but also prayer. So mm -hmm. before we say our goodbyes to all you lovely listeners, we are going to pray. So I will start us out in that. Dear Father, first of all, I want to say thank you for every woman who is listening, man or woman, boy or girl. Father, I want to say that you touch their lives. And Lord, if they're struggling to love or they've just had places in their life where love just seems impossible or forgiveness just seems impossible or humility or there's pride, Father, I pray that you take the words um, from your word that we have read about you and just who you are, God. I pray that we are able to apply it into our lives, not for a selfish desire of us wanting to be the best we can, but for us to glorify you and worshiping you and serving you, Father. Help us love at, in this season of love. It's February, so help us do the best we can to love our neighbors, love our friends, our family, and just give us the eyes to see people who are hurting and who just need a helping hand, and help us live like you, live in love. Thank you for all that we do, or all that you do for us, God. We love you so much, and I pray that you keep all of these women safe, and in the next episode, I pray that you bring us back safely. We love you, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I just want to say I've had a great time, and I hope y'all enjoyed listening. Goodbye. We'll see you next Alrighty, time. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Time to Thrive podcast. We hope you are encouraged and inspired to thrive in your daily walk with God. To find out more about the Thrive Ladies ministry, check out our Instagram and Facebook pages or visit our website.